Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I want to play the Draco Malfoy kid in the movie. That or I want to also be the guy who, um, in a war movie, Yeah. I want to be the guy who basically has his entire fucking body blown off and he looks at the captain and he's like, am I going to make it? <laughs> you think I'm going to make it? Okay. And the guy looks down and he sees that it's like, dude, you don't even have a fucking spine. Like, It's just all jelly down there, dude. And he's like, yes, yeah, son, you're going to fucking make it. <laughs> Welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. Did you know that, Nikki? I didn't know that. I wish someone had told me. Well, that's where you can find all your favorite podcasts, don't you know? And you can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. No, it is the best. That's right, Steve. I like it better than my wife. Excuse me? But that's not hard. Cue laugh track, please. Cue intro. Please. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hi, welcome back to the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast. I am your host, Nikki Limo, along with my co-host and husband, Steve Green. Hello. Hi. Today, we're going to answer your questions. You sent a lot of questions to us, and we're going to try our best to answer them. We are going to answer your questions, and you're going to have no more problems after we answer After them. you we answer these, your problems will just disappear. That is a personal guarantee that is legally admissible in yes. court. Yes, yes, And you can use this testimony against me mm-hmm. in a court of law. Yes. You will get a certificate in the mail that says, no longer has problems. That's right. You certifiably lost all your problems, but you have to pay us a nominal fee. And whenever anyone ever talks to you about their problems, you get a GIF that says, can't relate. That's right. Because you got you don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So last time we did this, it was in 
November, and uh, you guys sent a lot more in, so we're going to just hop right into that. I don't really have a good segue. I think that was a really Stop good segue. Stop adding me. Don't at me. Thank you. Yeah. That's very sweet. Okay. This one is... Oh, it's from a different... Okay. My name is Seth. I'm 25, and I want to know your thoughts on finding the one. Last year, I became friends with a girl that I went to high school with from back in the day. I had the biggest crush on her back then. I found out she has a boyfriend. I know this doesn't sound or look good. But after spending some time together, I started catching feelings for her, and I admitted them to her a couple months later. We hung out almost every day of every week for six months straight. That's a lot of time. And she has a boyfriend? What the (laughs) hell are you guys doing? I believe she's the one. I've never felt like this for anyone so wait i've never felt like this for yeah for anyone so is it wrong to wait for someone uh until they wait this is really weirdly worded okay so is it wrong to wait for someone to wait for someone they believe is the one who is already in a relationship bro this dude even if the relationship might not last you're chasing a girl whose boyfriend is at war dude or something (laughs) like where the hell is he yeah where is this dude what what are you doing? Also, what are you doing every Are you her au pair? What are you doing every single day? Every single day of the week for six months? That's what I'm saying. If if you Unless are you're bathing if her. you are not dating. I, I don't know. It sounds This is shady, bro. This it, was sounds like you're shady. You're sounds, shady, dude. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a more than friends thing. Uh yeah. The thing Mutual that, no friends thing, unless you're friend zoned up and out the A and you don't know. Yeah, it could be that too. Yeah, I mean I would love to have him here so we could be like, yo, um, so when you say that you admitted your feelings for her, you didn't put that part in the email, so I'm assuming that she didn't say me too or something. I don't know. Right. I'd love to know that story. Yeah. If there's so many specifics that are missing that would be, we won't be able to give you like a clear answer, so sorry you don't get the certificate that you do not have any more problems. You don't get this. You're not getting it. We need to have all the specifics to, in order to diagnose you. But I would say, um, knowing that someone's the one, I, I think it's a tricky thing. Like, because you could get obsessed with someone who you think you have everything in common with, and they're totally the one, and you may you might not even. That's not, might not ch- even be right. You're chasing chick from high school, bro. There's so many chicks out there. You got one chick from high school. She got a boyfriend. Right. I, I mean, also damn. I just don't think it's healthy to chase somebody that's already in a relationship. Um, and if they're being like that with them, they'll be like that with you, man. Exactly. Don't be exactly. with those shady people, man. Exactly. She being shady, you're being kind of shady Wait, too. I, I would say do your separate thing, live your life, do not obsess over this girl, do not think about her until, and then maybe one day she won't be in a relationship and then maybe something will happen and pieces will fall together. But if you do it this way, karmically, I don't think it's good for you. Um, I... I I mean, I guess I could use the example with me and Steve because we were friends for three years before we started dating. And when I was single, and we were hanging out every single day. No, we were not hanging out at all. Exactly. But but I was gonna say, let me just get my thought out. Is that I um I didn't even think of him in that way until I was broken up with and I was single and he was still in a relationship. And I started feeling catching feelings, as you were saying. And in my mind, I was like, I want someone like Steve Green. Yeah, because he's already taken. If I were to like try to hang out with him every day, I just feel like it would take away all the things I loved about him in a relationship. I loved that he was loyal to his girlfriend. I loved that he respected her. You know. Sure. Uh, yeah, Seth. I've never met a not handsome Seth. Just use what you got, man. Like, there's not just one chick never? out there. I don't think so. Have you ever met really? a not handsome Seth? I, don't... I mean, I guess teach his own. 
I don't You've think You've met some pretty atrocious I mean like for, I don't think that's not atrocious. I just I Seth just Seth Green, absolute hottie. I think he's actually S- really cute. He's See? I think he's really cute. See? But Seth, Seth MacFarlane hotter than fuck. But Seth, Seth Myers, you could bounce a quarter off his ass at ricochet that's true. across the room. I like Seth Myers too. You know what I'm saying? But Seth MacFarlane? I think he's funny. But Which one's he? Seth MacFarlane, the family guy? Oh yeah, you found the ugly one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he's a fucking hottie boy body. What are you talking about? He's a f- beautiful man. Okay. With a waterproof looking face. It's not my Do they do his time. makeup weird? Don't they do his makeup odd? I think it's more the What his, do they do? Why do they do I, that? I, I, he has a smug face. And something about smug faces, he I does. just don't I don't I don't like it. But he's a good looking guy. Sure, I guess objectively, but yeah. got good hair. I just good uh, teeth got a good not color. for me, not my type. Got a Seth, good shade Seth MacFarlane, of, uh, if you're listening, skin. just don't come knocking on my door, please. It's not too you're white. You're just not my type. It's me, not you. It just uh, you just stop calling me. Okay, Seth Rogen, a beautiful, beautiful man. Oh, I like, I like absolute Seth beautiful man, a majestic looking man. Yeah, I like so, dude, when he lost weight for that uh, half and half movie or whatever it's called, the cancer what? cancer movie, what was it? Half fifty fifty movie. Fifty fifty. Beautiful I man. I didn't even see that movie. And the Green Hornet, he looks hot as hell in that movie. Huh. Why don't you... Do you want to... Are mm-hmm. you trying to tell me something? You want to go... Yeah, I think Seth's are attractive guys. So uh, what I'm trying to say to Seth right now is to build him up a little bit and, and to say, there's not just one chick out there, Seth. Maybe That's you, true. Maybe you're chaseable too, bro. And also, just think of it as like you want a girl like this girl. Like... Because when you start being like, she's the one I got to have her, you get too obsessed and you get too tunnel visioned yes. where you you might, the girl that is actually the one might just be passing you by every day. Yeah, she's probably and sitting right next to you. And you don't even see her and she's, because she's going, you're so tunnel visioned on this one girl and you don't even know. Yeah. There's so many movies like that. Oh my God, every single other movie. Every like single other movie. See? Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, good luck with that, Seth. I hope I hope you find. Seth, look around you for the rom com chick who's your best friend, who's like, yeah. can't wait for you, can't hardly wait for you to be ready for her. Exactly. You know can't hardly wait is a movie like that. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. See, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Pretty she good. didn't even know that guy was right in front of her the whole time. Not a good looking woman. What? Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't think I've ever met a not attractive Jennifer. Have you seen my sister, Jennifer? Attractive. <laughs> Very hot. Wow, you think your sister's hot? Gross. Very man. hot. Gross. I do. Um, all right. How about this one? <clears throat> hey, Nikki and Steve. I just had a question maybe you guys could help me out with or, or talk or answer it near the end of the podcast. I was recently dumped about two months ago, and my ex is wanting me back. She called me crying and apologizing more than I'd ever heard her before, and I was or and she was, I think, sincerely sorry for what she had done. She said that she wanted to focus more on school and was no longer happy, so she ended things with me, but now is now regretting losing her best friend. I was just trying to get your guys' opinion on this because everyone is telling me not to take her back, that she may have gotten tired of fooling around with other people and or doesn't deserve my love. I doubt she went out and dated other guys, but you never know. So if you could discuss it or help me out in some way on the next podcast and mean the world to me. Thank you guys for all the advice and keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. What's this person's name? Well, I don't know if they want their name to be. Told. Oh, I understand. Yeah, so um, let's just call him E. Okay, E, uh, it's tough. I think you're the only person who can actually answer this question because you're the only person who knows this chick and yeah. knows her and understands her sincerity. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to gauge her sincerity through these words on the screen. But that said, um, this bitch dumped you. You know, fuck her forever. No, <laughs> Damn. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Savage. No, no. I mean, people go through things. You don't. We yeah, don't, people I don't learn. Know what she went through. Especially based on age. There's no age in here um, either. But I think that when you're younger, I think you should get a little bit more passes 
because you just didn't know. Yeah. You know, depending on the person that you are. Maybe she was maybe she was fooling around with other people about tired with I don't know. I don't know her. But I I can tell you that when I was like 21 I would been with a guy for three years and he did the same type of thing to me and it was super hurtful because I'd bent over backwards for this guy and he just didn't really treat me well like he wasn't he didn't give me the same level of commitment the three years that we were together but um when he broke up with me I was like fine I'm done like trying to keep trying to keep you around and I um I went off and you know just like tried to start my life over and sure enough same thing happened two months later it we had broken up a few times before but this time it was really donezo I was like I'm blocking him on, on everything on all the social media which was at that point was just myspace um and he came back two months later and he started leaving me all these voicemails saying how sorry he was and how he made a huge mistake and all this stuff and how he turned his life around and he actually did like I wasn't going to give him another chance. Um, but at the, it was just good timing for him that all my friends had moved away. They graduated college and they moved back to where they were from. And I was from that town. So I didn't move anywhere. Right. Um, so I didn't really have like close friends to talk to. So he was one of my close friends. And I started talking to him again. And I, A I fellow hanger on. I allowed him to take me out to lunch. But I wasn't looking to get in a relationship with him again. But he really did change. He's one of the few people that I can say like, wow, some people do change. And he never, we ended up getting back together for two more years and he never treated me shitty. Like he was, he really learned from that lesson. So it could go like that. Yeah. But I, I don't think. But the damage was done I, for yeah, you. Yeah, I think that some that's of the, the damage was done. That's... So it depends on how much damage was done. It depends right. on how many times you guys have broken up before. Yeah. It depends on her true intentions and really whether she actually is going to change. The other, you know, a more underrated question that I don't think a lot of people ever ask is what do you see in this relationship? Like what what exactly have has been missing from your life since they left and are they going to bring that back to you or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you've been fine, why get back with somebody just because they were your ex? Like Sex. Right, sure. But but these are things that hopefully you can procure yeah. on your own yeah um and you shouldn't just get back into a relationship for sex either right so yeah. so it's like you got to ask yourself well, how are you without this person right and do they what make do your they life, add to you do they make your life better exactly i think that people don't take enough time to figure out who they are first oh yeah they just you know miss being with somebody they miss the cute shit sometimes exactly. it's around the holidays yep. like valentine's day is coming up it's like oh i wish that i had somebody to spend valentine's day with i want to go spend a lot of money on a dinner and get a shitty apartif and yeah. get three course meal for fucking 300 dollars somewhere yeah but the best thing ever is when you can learn when you actually like being alone when you learn your tastes <laughs> and what actually makes you happy by yourself and then the next person that you're with just adds to it oh yeah yeah. So if she's not adding to it, yeah, I wouldn't. Nah. I don't know. I wouldn't give her a second chance. But I would. I would only do it if it's something that you feel adds to your happiness. Yeah. Agree. Hard agree. You know. Okay. The next one is a voicemail, which Ooh. you know we haven't done voicemails in a while. So let's let's listen to this. Hey, Nikki, and special guest Steve. I was wondering, you've made a living on the internet. How do you know when good content is enough to publish? And um, have you ever had to turn the crank back on a project that you've been too far into to stop? Stupid. 
they gave up on their on their own delivery at the end. I love it. You're a classic person. I love that. Um, okay, so the question was about it, um, if we've ever if we make a living on the internet, and how do you know when co- content is good enough to post? And have you ever had to turn the crank back on a project that you're too far into? As stuff? someone who makes millions of dollars a year on the internet, I can tell you <laughs> right now. You, as you can tell by our studio, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're not right watching now. on YouTube, you should check out the studio. Yeah, we're you making, should really we're, check this out. We're printing money in here. Mm-hmm. So the question, um, to answer your question, I actually get this question a lot more at like Playlist or, or uh, back when we used to go to VidCon and shit. Yeah. Um, you know, if waiting for the perfect time to post something is a mistake. It is, yes. Like, oh, I'm gonna like. Well, I remember posting my first videos. I didn't know what the fuck I was posting. I was just posting them because I was making myself post them. Oh, I was the opposite. I was never posting because I would make things and spend forever editing, and I never thought anything was good enough, so I never posted anything. Yeah, and it it. I definitely think that hurt me more than helped me. It always does because no matter what, when you look back in your library, it always sucks compared to what you make yeah, now. Yeah, it's al- always when you start, it's gonna suck. I mean, maybe yeah. it sucks less than other people when they first start, but it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck, and it's gonna suck for your tastes later as yeah. you grow as an as artist and as you build your skill set out. Then later on, you know, I'm sure you know Chris Nolan looks at his first movie and he's like. You know, this movie sucks ass dicks, dude. He's probably like, he probably looks at, uh, you know, um, what was his movie? That, uh, Memento. And he's like, this movie sucks dick. <laughs> sucks dick on ice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I bet you Chris Nolan hates his his first movie. Hates Memento. Most I bet people, he thought yeah. Guy Pierce was stale in it. Most artists most artists hate their beginning works. Or they they look at it with a dissociation which where they're like, oh, that's a, that was me learning. Like, oh, I was trying hard to copy this person back then. I bet you somebody brings Chris Nolan a copy of Memento for him to sign and he chucks it in their face. <laughs> and he's like, get that thing the hell out of here. Get that shit away from me. Wow, Chris Nolan is Yeah, it just, got you know, an attitude. Because you, you're growing as an, as an artist. You're yeah. building your shit out. So you don't want to dwell on what you're making right now. You want to just make it and then move on. Yeah, and that's that's actually the advice I would say is that instead of doing the way I did it, I would now because everything's going to suck anyway and you're going to learn from it. You're going to actually learn what your tastes are by doing it. You don't learn what your tastes are by doing a bunch of stuff on your own and not posting it. Like you'll never learn because you'll I I think it's kind of like um it's like a give and take with the audience too, where you're like seeing what connects to people and seeing what people are responding to that also connects to you. And I think that if you're I think that's the whole point of being a creator is to create content that connects to other people. And if something's just not resonating with other people, then either you're not saying it right, you're not presenting it right, or it's just not something that it's that's deep enough to resonate with people. So you go look for other things. But in any case, like you're going to get better only by posting it and understanding like what's hitting and what's not. Invite Christopher Nolan to a screening of Memento. See what happens. <laughs> Who's screening Memento right now? They, no, they screen it all over town. They are? Yeah. They do like anniversary things. Really? Yeah. So he many... gives you a strongly worded you know, reply. There He's are like... so many movies that I feel like... Why would they want to screen that one? No, he's like, I will not fucking go to that. He's like, you guys should not be showing this. Either. I mean, good for him. I c- was confused by Memento, honestly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Guess that's what I've been getting at. Um, yeah. So, how do you know when content is good enough to publish? You just feel it in your heart, and and oh, if you're scared, post it for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's a dead giveaway that you should be posting it. Yep. 
all of the things, the videos that I've been the most scared to post have been the ones that people are like, thank you for posting that. I needed to hear it. Me too. I was like so terrified. Usually it's the vulnerable stuff. Oh, for sure. I'm like, oh, this is too, oh, this is too emotional. Post. What if people hate it and hate me and then I suck and everyone leaves? Right. That's the fear, right? right? Like, you, you That everyone will not like you and that they'll leave. I always felt like if people knew the real me, if people knew like the whole me, because I always show the real me, but there's like different yeah. parts, right? But if they knew everything, then they wouldn't like me. And I would, Damn. I would have no friends just like it was in childhood. Jesus. <laughs> and what did you learn? I feel like you just well, shared that. You just dropped that on my head. And I'm like, wait, what did you learn? No, what I learned was through posting things that I was scared to post was that when I did get open and, and post things that I was like, oh, people are going to judge me and hate me for this. Those were actually the things that people connected with and were like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, for I sure. felt so alone in that. Yeah. And I'm like, and them no longer feeling alone made me no longer feel alone for sure. it like really just kept reciprocating that way it's like we're it's a back and forth with the audience rather than an i'm here giving you something you're yeah. welcome and whatever it's like a oh you too oh me too mm-hmm. and then it just kind of builds that way and now i feel more comfortable creating content in in that way too you know with that more vulnerable stuff which was always really hard for me before I know you've really come a long way on that. Well, because I feel like if From you're a sharing, girl who didn't even want to vlog in the first place. Before it was like anything vulnerable. I'm going to turn it into comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it into jokes and whatever. Um, and then out of self defense. Yeah, out of self defense, and that was my way of like you know taking it, or turning something dark to me into something light, and like me being able to shed that. But then now, just sharing it just as is, just off the cuff and raw, just that raw vulnerability. I that was definitely scarier for sure yeah but it's not like it's i ever take myself super seriously anyway even when i'm delivering it i'm still like putting it into perspective you know so it wasn't as scary as i thought it was gonna be anyway just do it is my advice just fucking do it if you got something to share someone probably needs to hear it okay how about this one i really hope this is nikki and steve's podcast live. anyways so, my name is Casey. I'm 28 years old. I live in Arkansas, and I have a question about careers, like, and what I'm supposed to do with my life, and I know a lot of people don't know. So, I have an undergrad in Christian studies. Yes, I know. You can laugh now. Okay. Um, and I don't, I don't regret that or anything, but anyways, but I also have a master's degree in public administration. And uh, right now I'm a real estate agent, and I'm lucky enough that my husband has a really good job and stuff. But I don't know. I'm just kind of stuck. Like, being a real estate agent is fine, but it's hard in my little town, not little town, in Central Arkansas. It's kind of hard because people are already established, and I'm young. And anyway, and a lot of millennials aren't buying homes. Thank you guys for buying a home. Anyways, um, I just don't know what to do with my life. And, like, the jobs that I've had, the last time I have, my boss was terrible. And the job before that, my boss wasn't great. And the job before that, my boss wasn't great. And the jobs weren't bad themselves. It's just like, I don't want another shitty job where I sit at a desk all day and I get migraines and sit at a desk. But to get a job where you do, like, marketing or, like, social media, that kind of stuff, you have to have experience. But to have experience, you have to have, you know, have had jobs doing those things. Anyways, I'm just getting very frustrated. Like, so I kind of started my own like t-shirt making 
stuff, but it's not really like making a lot of money or anything. And it just feels kind of bad not bringing in any money to my house. I mean, I bring some in doing real estate. But anyways, I don't know. I just don't know what to do with my life. Like, how am I supposed to figure it out? Like, I just don't want another crappy job that I hate and I go to and I hate it. I don't know. I'm just another millennial that's stuck. Okay, I love you guys. I love watching you. I wish I lived in California so I could be your friend. Okay, bye. She's so cute. We love you back. Oh, we love you. Okay, here's the thing. Casey? Um... I used to work at a really shitty job. I was working in a high rise. Same kind of thing you're talking about, where it's like you wake up every day and it's, every day is the same. Your boss kind of sucks. Like there's an overlord boss who really sucks, and then there's your boss above you who sucks less. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, what the hell am I gonna do with my life if I have to do this every day? But that's thankfully I already knew what I loved to do, so I was doing that at night. Mm-hmm. Like I was going doing working comedy doing improv clubs and all that shit. Uh, so I would recommend doing your whatever you're passionate about. You got to ask yourself what you're passionate about. If it's, you know, filling an aquarium with lizards and iguanas and shit and, <laughs> you know, getting heat rocks and stuff. They don't think they belong in an aquarium. You can turn that into a business, though, is what I'm saying. You could, you know, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you can turn it into a thing. Yeah. Somebody got to buy it. Some buying lizards you out there. You can make videos about doing it and how to properly assemble it and how what the heat temperature is supposed yeah. to be like. And people watch those videos. They sure do. People yeah. watch all kind. Of, my they wife watches people drawing. It's true. I caught her last night. <laughs> I walked in. My wife's watching people just sitting there drawing. I do. I love that. And I'm like, what the hell are you looking at? It's just relaxing. I wish she was watching porn. <laughs> it wasn't just that either. I was I'd watching. Been so less mad. I was watching it. Usually, I watch drawing videos, but this particular one, I wanted to see because it sounded so interesting. It was an ASMR drawing one, and I was like, "How are they gonna do this? Like, drawing doesn't make noise." And I just wanted to know. I was so, so some convinced. cat is out there. They probably work a shitty nine to five. Then they go home and they do <laughs> ASMR drawing videos, dude. Guess what? We're in a new world right now where you can take your hobby, you can put it online, and somebody's going to find it. Whether there's merit to it or not, that's up to you to decide. I think not, at least for <laughs> ASMR drawing videos, but maybe there's a niche out there that no, you'll that girl fill. has 2 million followers. Yeah, dude. So what do hey, I know? Look, what do you know? No, exactly. Yeah. Well, look, what I'm, what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. It's yeah. like maybe your passion is filling Doughboy above ground pools with fucking jelly beans. I don't know. You'll find out. <laughs> As you start to do it, I'd you, subscribe to that. Actually, yeah, I'd subscribe to that. I subscribe like, what to Doughboy can really handle a fucking bunch of jelly beans, giving it a tough time. It's like I put six thousand pounds of jelly beans in this Doughboy, and this bad boy can handle fucking three hundred twenty-five cubic feet of jelly bellies. Yeah. That's a fucking pool. <laughs> Pe- people that are interested in something are interesting to watch. Yes, exactly. It doesn't matter if you're what passionate it is. about it. I want to mm-hmm. watch you. I want to watch it. Just before the um, this episode began, I was giving my brother a link to a YouTube channel where a guy, a 25 year old man, believes that he is turning himself and his body and mind into a superhero. <laughs> He's fucking legitimately. But he really believes it. Yes, him and his friends. They started He's not some. Trolling. Yeah, they started some group called the Guardians, and they're out there fucking <laughs> jumping on the back of UPS delivery trucks to train their bodies so they could make is powerful escapes in daring situations. You know, and these the, the the UPS guys are all you know kind of fucking put out. They're like, "Come on, man, what the shit do you guys do? You can't be crawling <laughs> over a truck like this. It's so annoying." But these guys are like. We got to be ready because if we're on a mission, they actually say this shit with a straight face. Like if we're on a mission and we have to make a quick escape, 
we will have trained for that moment. I mean, these cats, are, it's it hilarious. It's amazing. So check it out. The Amazing Spider Dude. Jokes and, on you. You're not trained to that. Yeah, when, right. You're exactly. That Thank you. And But that's what I'm saying. And th- this is why I think there should be maybe a little more bullying in the world because I don't think that these guys would exist <laughs> had not for there been bullies in their proximity to mm-hmm. correct their behavior. And but the other point is that there are people that are connected to it. Yes, dude, exactly. There no people, matter what dude, it is. Dude, the cat has like 60,000 subs, you know, and he, you know, and he's making his videos with his Guardians group and <laughs> they're driving to Chipotle and... <laughs> You know, By the way, not everything has to be crime fighting. Not everything has to be video related, but that's just an example about how you can take anything you're passionate about, anything, and and you can turn it into a career. One of the, the, the legends of YouTube, Review Bro, that guy. You know Review Bro? No. The the kid um, who looks like a, a concert violinist who like reviews fast food in his car. And he wears a suit. I think you might have shown me that. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. The kid's great. He's got a great delivery and he's got a he he's got a great stoic um vibe to himself. He looks like a I don't know, like a nineteen fifties radio announcer nineteen thirties radio announcer yeah. guy. He probably looks like he knows how to fix a radio too. He looks like a guy who has like a CB radio as a hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he sits in the garage. He's like calling station five one nine X. You know, like all that shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's a that's a niche that he was fulfilling by reviewing fast food, and people found him and love him. And now that kid has millions of subscribers out there. So you just never know what niche you're filling. Yeah. Just and go fill it. So so follow your passion. If you don't know what your passion is, just try a bunch of random shit that like you kind of like and see if it leads anywhere. I think you're on the right track here with the t-shirt thing. The thing she was talking about later on, where she is starting this t-shirt thing but it's not really making that much money that's don't, okay don't worry about the if money you love it yeah then literally don't worry about yeah, the money don't worry about the money Go follow because you don't you don't want people to like you don't want to have a big customer base when your product isn't ready yet yeah, for you sure. know so right now that's it pressure. not making money is you exploring it and you figuring out like how to make it better and and like really what do you want to say with this t-shirt making company there's a lot of t-shirt companies out there what makes yours different and you should read and don't be don't don't wait for the for like the oh well this is the most unique t-shirt no 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 it's not about that no, it's, it's about, about something that you like it's about you... playing and finding your your personal taste exactly. and, and vibe and style and what you want to put out in the world like really what what do you want to put out in the world and it, it sounds like you know because you do real estate and stuff you're 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 smart. You know, you can pick up a marketing book and learn. Like, there's so many great resources out there where you can turn things that you're passionate about into a business and you can market yourself in a specific way with specific branding and and really, like, you sound, you sound like you don't like your bosses. You can be your own boss. You know, sure. you can really make that um, lucrative for you. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, really just play. That's my... My biggest thing in the past year has just been playing more. Yeah, dude, don't don't be the perfectionist person who cuz I know people who are waiting for the perfectly unique idea to come to mm-hmm. them so that they can finally do what they want to do, but it's like, dude, just It comes do when it. you're playing. Exactly. And honestly, like when you're having fun, like right now my thing is making stickers cuz it's just fucking fun. Yeah. And I get so many ideas for different stickers I want to do, and it has nothing to do with what I do for What's a sticker for idea? Work. You mean like, like for p- designs? Yeah, yeah, for like my planner, I'm like, oh, I wish I had a sticker for this. Oh, right. See. Like, I have a hair appointment coming up, and I wish I had a badass sticker that was like, get my hair did, you know, but I don't have it yet, so I got to make it Well, that's for sad. That's a sad story. Why, why are I we know. Gonna, we're going to go to break with a sad story It's like not that? sad, because it's, I'm making it. Okay. And then I'm like, how many other people could use 
a hair appointment sticker. Probably a lot. That was badass for probably their planner. So. And they'll probably be willing to shell out some hard-earned cash. <laughs> but that's not, I'm not focusing on money or selling or anything. Yeah, I'm exactly. just focusing on like what I like and what I'm, what's sparking that joy for me, yeah. you know, as Marie Kondo would say. Who's that? She's got that show, the uh, Magic of Tidying Up show. You got to spark joy in your, oh, in your nice. life. Yeah. Nice. I like it. You should try it sometime. I will. Sparking joy. Are we going to break? Um. Mm, yeah. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, we're taking a break from ourselves to have ourselves talk about ourselves. So thanks for listening to our podcast. It's a CastBox original produced by Studio 71. We really hope that you like, favorite, and subscribe. But most importantly, you give us five stars on the on the podcast app that you are on and give us a cool review if you like it because we like you and we but, hope but, you like but, it, but even if you don't just give us five stars anyway because we need <laughs> you it you sound so desperate no listen we really need you it you sound so no look maybe desperate look it's a tough time out please there please help for my husband he's very sad if we don't get five stars dude you don't even know what's going to come down on me man I, I, and well, I owe money the, listen okay. I'm in deep dude I, I gamble okay no we're Look, done. I need to win. Thank you for listening. We hope you like this. We really appreciate your ears listening I'm going to back this. To the table tonight. I'm gonna get yeah, back. no, you're no, not. I'm gonna get you're it back. Not. Okay. I swear. That's enough. Enough out of you. All right, and we are back. That was a lovely break that we just had. Um, so moving on to the next question, just jumping right into it. I, I love these questions so far, by the way. I hope that these answers are helpful. I'm indifferent. Okay, well. No, you have great questions. I'm kidding. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I just wanted to know what you guys would do if you ended up in a similar situation. Okay. I recently came out to my friends as bisexual, which was no big deal because they were all pretty accepting of it. I decided to come out after seeing one of my best friends accept her sexuality. It was kind of inspiring to see her embrace being a lesbian while living in a strict household. She was the only person that knew when we were in high school, but the problem is that apparently this same friend is in love with me. I didn't want to believe it at first because the mutual friend that told me happens to believe that being bi or lesbian automatically means you're in love with every girl you see. But then it kind of clicked. In high school, when I would voice my frustration about certain guys, she would say, date me instead. 
And she would even make comments oh, on how I would make certain girls really happy. But I always brushed it off as a joke. Ooh. Fast forward to our sophomore year of college. She outright, yeah, she outright comes out and says that she thinks that we should date. But I don't want to. She's like a sister to me. And I think it'd be weird to go out of my to go out with my best friend. Now when she talks about me or introduces me to her other friends, she always throws in comments about how I won't go out with her or how she wants to find a girlfriend similar to me. And it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong and, and uncomfortable. An older friend told me to just go out with her so she would just stop. But why would I enter a relationship <laughs> I don't want to be in? Holy shit, that's bad and advice. And she's like, am I an asshole? No, you're not no, an asshole. No, I don't think you're an asshole at all. I don't think your friend's an asshole either per se. They just really like you. Right. So it's you're in a tough, tough, tough jam. Yeah. Tough jam. Like, and if the if it was different and it was like, let's say a heterosexual relationship where she's a guy instead, you know, where um, her friend's a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would never feel pressured to go out with a guy just because just because they want me to. Right. You know, so what makes it different because they're a girl? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just think you're, you're in a tough spot because uh, you still like this person. This is your best friend. So right. that's really tough. Yeah. That's when it becomes super ultimately tough. Where and it's and like, your friend you just needs to get over it. Like she'll. you got to have a real honest conversation with your friend, though. Yeah. About your lack of interest. That it makes you uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. That's all what this is right now is a boundaries conversation. It makes you feel bad. And yeah. friendship shouldn't make you feel bad. Yep. Exactly. That's really what it is. Yeah. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable when you're going to go hang out with a friend. You should right. be excited. It should or, be a thrilling time. Should be the. You, it should be like you're about to get on a roller coaster. Time is it's so, so precious, you know. We only have so much time. It's true. If you're going to give Dude, when to I know somebody, that we're having a house party with our buds. Yeah, I'm It's so like excited. I'm getting on a fucking. It's like I'm getting on Tatsu at Six That's Flags, so true. dude. I'm like, ooh, it's going like, to be sick tonight. What drink should I make? Oh, okay, I'm going to go to the store and exactly. get these, these drinks. Yeah, but then now excited. imagine throwing that kind of awkward you know, fucking sideball yeah. in there. Every time they come over, they ask us when we're going to have babies. I'm and dreading now it's it. Like, yeah. And now it's like, oh, no. they're going to make me feel bad for rejecting them. And yeah. That's not a friendship right. anymore. You got to you gotta steer it back towards the Well, it's getting into like a toxic friendship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely have an honest conversation with her and let her know how much you value and appreciate her. But like you just aren't interested in in her in that way. And wear a real low cut top and a hot hot outfit while you do it. Yeah. 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 That'll for help. Sure. That'll yeah. help. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> wear something real no. real hot. No, I mean cuz I I'm like your friend obviously knows that you're not interested, but just like make it clear that it's making you uncomfortable yeah. and that it kind of hurts your feelings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's important. Cuz if I heard that I like I heard because she's probably doing it like busting balls because yeah. she feels rejected yes. by you. She's clearing the air for herself. Right. Yeah. But she she probably doesn't know that it makes you uncomfortable because you're in her eyes. You're in a position of power. And that happens with people. Sometimes you're doing bits with people and you don't know if you're hurting her feelings or not. Oh, has it happened oh my to people? God, does wow. it happen to me a lot? Huh. Oh, Interesting. Oof. Yeah. I've, I seem to be on happens. the. I've been on the brunt end of Quite that before, I feel like. Not just you. I know. Damn. Even before we were dating, yeah, uh, you would do some Ooh, bits that bits. went too far. That sure. I was like, "He's this is not even a bit. He's just an asshole." I remember it was a bit venting about. But now you. you know me, and you know it was a right, bit. right, but it wasn't a funny bit to me. It was probably pretty funny, but then it wasn't. The, it wasn't. the only person who didn't think it was. Funny it wasn't. Probably. It was like, "Oh, you're a girl, you don't know football." <laughs> I'm so funny. I will say you didn't know football very well. I, when I would, we first, when I first knew you back in the T sketch days, you didn't know football. No, but I knew. Well, no, I knew knew football. I just didn't know every team. 
I no, only you didn't knew. even know like like more than one player on your team at, at that point. You weren't That's like super true. into it yet. That's not true. No, I remember asking you about it. That's why no. I was... You asked me if I knew Drew Brees, and I was like, no, I don't know who Drew Brees is. Like I didn't know other players on other oh, teams. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, you have a better memory than me. I yeah, but like I was mad because my Packers lost to um, some team. I think it was the Bengals. I can't remember who took us out in that in this one. It's 2011 or 2012. 2011. Vikings. 2012. 2012. Anyway, is that when the Packers? No, or, it wasn't I'm sorry, the that was when the the Brett Favre led them to the, the NFC Championship game and lost to the Giants. It was the Giants. Yeah, I don't know. No, it wasn't Brett Favre though. Or not the Giants. They lost to. Uh... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was mad about my team, and you were making fun of me. Because that's what I do. I know, but it was mean. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't funny. It. People make fun of me. For, oh, by the way, every time the Colts lose a game. <laughs> That's Twitter, because, Instagram, everything. People are like, ah, fuck you. That's yeah. because people can't wait to bust your balls because you bust other people's balls so hard it. all the time. I love it. I'm not pissed. Okay. We're going to do another voicemail. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Hello. Um, Steve and Nikki. Uh, this is Javier from Houston, Texas. Um, I had a question about, uh, there's a coworker, and um, he, he seems to like be really touchy with me. Uh, he's, uh, he's a very heavy set guy, so... I don't feel comfortable confronting him because he might kick my ass, you know? Um, so what would I, what should I do? What advice can you give me on, uh, you know, kind of getting him off my back? Like, I can't just say, hey, you know, what, right now what I'm doing is I'm saying, oh, you chill out. But then he keeps doing it. And, um, I can't also, I can't make a scene either because, you know, I'm afraid of getting fired. So. Any advice you could give me would be great. I said Steve and Nikki at the very beginning because of the whole just getting party bet. Um, but yeah, uh, love what you do, and um, look, um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. The end. The end. Um, Thanks, Javier. There goes a good man right there. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. That, that is, is that's a, a really tough one. So he's got a heavy set uh, fellow work coworker, co-worker who is very yeah. touchy with him. Yeah. And he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I would go to a manager. I think you have to because he's already ta- spoken with the gentleman about Right, but he doesn't want to piss this guy off. Yeah, but you I mean, I don't know I what else to do. I think that you would have to tell the manager or the HR person. If you've already had a private conversation with this person like, "Hey man, I don't like that," and he keeps doing it, He's not respecting boundaries. That's tough, and it's hard for you, for you to do your job. That's exactly what you tell your your the supervisor. Yeah, is you know it touchy saying? with him? Like you mean like touchy feely? I think so. Yeah, that's what he sounds. That's like. hard. Yeah, hmm. like putting hands on him or whatever. Yeah, or, like, uh, or is it more aggressive, like pushing him around? Well, it sounds like it's something he doesn't like. Right. I don't think this is like uh, you know how we talk to some people we know, like Dante Bosco touches. You the oh, whole time he's, he's talking to you. It's yeah. great, and yeah. I love it. And that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I don't feel weird at all about that. Yeah, some people are just like they express they, themselves ex- by touching, yeah. like your shoulder and stuff. And Timmy D does that. And we like, should have Dante on here. We he's should. Great. I would love to. Yeah. Uh, but that's my point, though, is that some people are just like that conversationally, and it doesn't even make me think twice. Mm-hmm. But then something like this, where it makes you uncomfortable, it's like that's interesting. That's a toughie. So yeah. if, if you've already had a conversation with a person and they're not respecting that, yeah. it's manager time, dude. And that sucks, man. I know that that's awkward for you, but it's already it should be awkward for them too. Well, the manager should be more like not 
hey, Javier has a problem with you doing this, but more like, hey, we've gotten word from some of the other employees that yeah. you're doing such and such thing. Like, you yep. should be kind of anonymous. Sure. So that the guy doesn't feel, you Manager know. Manager should be like, listen, we're here from other employees like Javier that you're being pretty, pretty no. touchy. Right? Is that what you're saying? No. Because you don't want the guy to feel attacked is all. Yeah, I know. Like I he becomes like a target then. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely talk to a manager or an HR person. And if that doesn't HR work. HR is supposed to have your back. If that doesn't work, cover your arms and shoulders with slime. Oh, yeah. Green slime. Or some, not something like sticky and yep. gross. Like yep. just Don't take showers. Cover yourself in gross <laughs> things. And then they'll pay every time they try to touch you. Boom, Good done. Good plan. Boom, done. That's great. You're welcome. I should get paid for this shit. Wow. You should. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a subscription service where you can pay okay, me. Okay, I have a question for you. Maybe I'll pay it for. Maybe I'll pay okay, for the, your sure. advice. Um, what do I do if, like, my husband? Yeah. He like sometimes takes bits too far. Okay, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. You take some bits pretty, pretty far. Like me not knowing football oh, when yeah, I yeah, did yeah. know about football. Not and that well, but just yeah. like felt like. Do you know formations of football? No, I still don't. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that so wasn't. I guess you, that wasn't I guess what the you bit was about. about football. That wasn't what the bit was about. So that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. New question. Okay. Well, hey, Steve and Nikki, love your guys' podcast. This is not my question, but I saw it on Reddit and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> we'll love you hear your guys' input on it. Um, I, okay. So this is boyfriend takes role play too seriously. I love my boyfriend more than anything, and we have been together for four years. We work a busy schedule, so we probably have sex once a week. He has never said no to any of my fetish requests, and it's great. He has one he has one request for me, though, and that is role-playing. He loves it, and it seems like an easy thing to do, considering he's never asked me for anything else. He just takes it so seriously, though, that it makes me confused. It's not the typical naughty schoolgirl thing. For example, he got us both full Hogwarts outfits to wear, and I thought I would make it a little bit slutty, so I didn't wear anything except for stockings underneath the robe. He told me to put the shirt on and take the stockings off because what student at such a prestigious school of wizardry dresses like that? <laughs> the next thing is how long and realistic it gets. Using the Harry Potter example, he was a student and he literally spent half an hour talking about the owl exams and how he was striving for outstanding. It had no relevance to the sex whatsoever. I tried to speed it along, but he told me that that a witch wouldn't act like this during her owls. It took an hour of role playing until we got to anything sexual. He wanted to do Spider-Man once, so I was meant to be some girl and he wanted to climb through the bedroom window in the middle of the night at a random time. No way. I really don't want to wait all night for some masked man to climb through my window. He said he wasn't going to do Spider-Man if he can't climb through the window, so we just settled on vanilla sex. It wasn't the same at all, though, and it feels like he really needs the (laughs) role-playing. I've told him that I can't be bothered doing it to this extent every time, but after 20 minutes of role play, it wasn't enough for him, and we had below average sex. We've tried without costumes, but it's still not the same. He just watches ordinary porn, too. No costumes. I'm so puzzled by it. Any advice on what I can do? The problem with Reddit is that it's often a creative writing exercise. Yes, but I don't... And this one heightens well enough where I'm like, come on, man. I thought that at first, but what I I like the little details. And if it is waiting all night for a guy to come through the window, no, no, no. But this part about he just watches ordinary porn, no costumes. I'm so puzzled by it. Oh, true. That sounds real. Yeah, and that they have tried doing it to that extent, but after 20 minutes, she gets kind of like over it, and it's not enough. And then they just have below average sex. I'll bite. I mean, that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah, it was pretty Um, funny. 
I mean, no advice when when you were talking about the Spider-Man guy, it reminded me of that guy. Like maybe he needs to feel like a superhero, but like the world needs to be built out enough where he like believes, believes it. Why can't she just be like, hey, can you fuck me as Peter Parker? And then he, oh, well, it sounds like she tried, but she should have said Peter Parker. And not oh. just be, you know what I'm saying? Then, Because then Peter Parker just wears like slacks and But then she knows his polo. identity. I don't know if, would Spider-Man reveal his identity that soon? That's a good question. I don't know. Not yeah. too new chick probably. Yeah, exactly. She's supposed to be just a damsel That's in true. Stretch. She's just some rando. He, so. would, he would never do that. That's not how the exactly. character Exactly. So he's kind of right in that vein. That's true. Um, I would tell her this is probably not the guy for you. But yeah. if sex is that exhausting, would not stick around. Sorry. I, th- I don't got time for that shit. I don't shit. get the Hogwarts thing. Why? I don't get it. Well, he, I don't get that the sexual part of it. I guess because it looks like schoolgirl shit, kind of. Well, he wants to fuck a Hogwarts girl, and he needs it to be real. Like, they would never do that shit. They take their exams really seriously. and See, maybe I'd fuck a Slytherin chick with tats or something. She'd have to have tats, I think. Would you Would you fuck a Ravenclaw? No. What about a Gryffindor? Oh, everyone would fuck a Gryffindor. But I wouldn't fuck no Hufflepuff. Um, yeah, who would? No, nobody. <laughs> No, um, I think I. Does I, anyone even claim that they're Hufflepuff? I thought I was. Have a, you ever met anyone who's like I'm? Huff, Nate's nodding. Yeah, yes. I have. Oh, that's sad. No, Nate. it's that's the, people, the saddest person you know. Then it's huh, the probably. people yeah. that that are really friendly with everybody. They like um, have a lot of friends, and they like their bubbly personalities. I think mm. that's not me. I, th- I really thought I was a Slytherin, and I was ready to accept my fate. And then I took one of the BuzzFeed quizzes, and I was a Gryffindor, which I guess is a good one because that's, that's what, what everyone Pot- wants to get. But I didn't want that that's one. That's what Harry Potter and, his and the kids. I thought have. I was a Slytherin, and I was like really into it because I'm a Scorpio, and we're kind of like Slytherins. So, well, I don't even. I just know that Slytherin was the only one that I, was even worth getting into because they're the bully right, kids, the, and they yeah. were awesome. But they're not everything bullies. that that kid Malfoy said in that movie. Yeah. I was like, I was like turning to people next to me and fucking high fiving them every time that guy was on screen. They're just dark and <laughs> mysterious. They're misunderstood. I the love thing. those guys, yeah. man. That fucking kid every single scene is <laughs> pushing some fat kid or like shoving somebody out of the way. I just loved him. Yeah, that's the character I want to play. Draco in the movie. Malfoy. I want to play the Draco Malfoy kid in the movie. That or I want to also be the guy who, um, in a war movie. Yeah, I want to be the guy who basically has his entire fucking body blown off and he looks at the captain and he's like am i gonna make it <laughs> you think i'm gonna make it okay, and the yeah. guy looks down and he sees that it's like dude you don't even have a fucking spine like it's just all jelly down there dude and he's like yes yeah, son you're gonna fucking make it <laughs> that's the that's that's the part i want to work on your performance. those are the two parts i want to play no i think i got it i didn't believe you well i wasn't ready Okay. But I, w- I was camera ready, so if you're watching this on... Uh, yeah. yeah. You do look like a wreck right now, like you've just been in a war, so... Thank you. You were very camera ready for that. No doubt. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this isn't... A, you know, this is off Reddit, so we don't really care about her finding a solution. We don't care about but, their feelings, yes. But, uh, but yeah, I just... I, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a sexy answer to say that, but I just think it's not the right person for you. Yeah. I think this guy needs, like, a really geeky girl... Who's like re- ready to geek out with him, and then like fuck like bunnies. Those oh, geeks sure. are like super horny too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he needs that um, above average horny, I think. And I think this is the last one. Okay, this isn't uh, our last one. Is also a relationship one, but I I think it's pretty good. Um, okay. Hey, Nikki and Steve, you can skip to the question if you feel this is too long. Do you want me to skip to the question, or do you want the backstory? I think you. I think the backstory is worth Let's it. Let's hear it. Okay. First off, I love the podcast, so keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. 
Backstory. I'll try to keep it short to keep Steve happy. LOL. For that, for <laughs> you saying you like the show, I'll listen to your backstory. Did you Go hear ahead. that? What did they say? He says, backstory, in parentheses, I'll try to keep it short to keep Steve happy. LOL. Oh, I thought you were saying that. No. Oh, that's funny. That oh, there. good. Oh, good. Okay. They know me well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a 22-year-old male. I just graduated from college with a really well-paying job, and I'm having trouble in the dating world. This is not to say I can't get with women. As of now, I've had sex with close to 20 women. Lost the V-card at <laughs> 18. Dude. Is that high? Is that high? Uh, 20. Yeah. It's Wait, no, right. four years, 20 women. That's five girls a year. That's not that high. He's cleaning up. You're, you're this fine. This guy is you're, killing. I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I mean. Like, hey, look, he doubled my numbers. I'm hey, fucking 33. you're moderate. It's not, it's, you're not in trouble. Um, I barely, barely 10. Barely. I don't even, I don't think it's 10. Steve fucking does 10. right? Barely. Steve does not have 10. Barely. Uh, but that's just it. It's just empty. Unless you count finger and chicks, then no, maybe I can squeeze them in 10. We don't. No. We should. No, we don't. Well, it would totally help me here. Well, then that makes my number go up a lot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right. You don't want that. No, I don't. All right. But that's just it. It's just empty sex. At this moment, I'm currently talking to this girl who I'm 100% into, and I want to date her. We've only been talking about six to seven-ish months, but have been off and on within this time. When we break up, she says she still misses me, but when we're together, I feel like there's very little effort on her part. Oh, I forgot to mention there's some distance, a.k.a. miles between us. In the most sincerest of words is I try to... As I try to be confident but not braggy, I'm a pretty good-looking guy, and I feel uh-huh. like women use me to just say that they've been with me or just keep me around. I know this seems like a non-issue as other guys or girls people yeah, have the sure. reverse problem, oh, yeah. but I want someone to do cute shit with that goes beyond sex. So with that said, my question is, if I feel that this girl is not putting in the same effort as I am, uh, parentheses, she wants to be exclusive yet can go days without texting me, should I just cut ties and keep fucking along and focus on my work or or give it more time? I want to be patient and I feel shitty for feeling upset that she isn't talking to me, which is, but with us being so far away, a simple how was your day would have been nice in showing me that she cares because I think about her all the time. Am I naive to think that a committed relationship can be established in less than a year? I voiced this to her before, which led to us breaking up in the past, but just recently we've gotten back together based on her saying she missed me. I use quotes because she wouldn't even call herself my girlfriend, yet she wants exclusivity. With all the girls I've been with, the common thread is that I feel like they just like the attention I give them, which makes me feel like I have nothing else to offer besides just a pretty face, which makes me think I should just slay like that one good dude in Crazy Stupid Love, the movies I watch for this girl, to preserve some dignity. That's a good movie. What are you talking I know, about? I like that movie. I know. You took a shit on Crazy Stupid Love? <laughs> what? Unbelievable. I know I don't deserve anything based on looks, financial status, personality, etc., but I would like to think that I'm a decent enough human being to warrant some happiness. I pay my taxes and I treat others with respect, so what else is there? Haha, <laughs> I made a joke. I hope my question makes sense, and if you're able to answer it, I really appreciate it. Cheers, Anonymous, a.k.a. Joe Schmo. <laughs> he called himself that after calling himself hot the whole letter? Well, you don't want... Only yeah. Joe Schmo? It sounds like he wants to paint a, a good picture, so we're, we're, we always ask for specifics, like, well, I don't know what you look like and all this stuff, you know? No, sure, no, sure. Because it does change things. It that sure changes does. the dynamic. It like, sure does. Why would this girl not want to... If ex- he is so hot, is my only question. If mm-hmm. he is so hot, how come she's not that into him? Well, he doesn't say I'm so hot. He, he says, says he's so he's fucking a, fine. He says, he says, he says a, this is a quote. He didn't say I'm funny. He says I'm so absolutely fucking he, fine. He says, um, I'm No, I'm just decent... breaking his balls. Look, oh. I'm just jealous of him. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's just not that into you, man, and, and that's okay. It sounds like she's using you as a placeholder. Yeah, man. She's just she's just you you're her you're her number one call when she needs attention. A, yes. Yes. And that's it. And it sucks that you're hundred percent into her. 
It sucks. Because I, I know it's just, it's hard when some, when I bet when she's like reciprocating the attention, it feels pretty good. Yes. And you think like, oh, this could work out. But then. She gives you just enough to keep you on the, uh, hanging on the edge of the cliff, my friend. I also just don't really get long distance relationships for me personally. Same. I couldn't do them. I couldn't do it. Like I need physical touch and attention and stuff. Yes. So I like that already for me, I would be like, move on. Yes. But is there, I think you should look and examine about why this particular girl you're a hundred percent into, like what qualities about her make you that into her and try to find that in somebody else exactly. who is interested and in just it. wait, keep fucking along until you find the one, Hell a yeah. different one that matches those things, but also reciprocates the like love and attention that you have. You could also try the rom-com method where you make yourself look ugly by getting giving yourself bangs and having horn rim glasses guy with bangs yeah oh. exactly okay and then you have something so you know you know you, you don't don't put the gel in the hair and wear horn rim glasses and walk around like you know now you're ugly men and then you can start to meet women that way and they won't just care about how your pretty face is right see Put on those glasses. Ew. Ugh. Right? <laughs> like Rachel McAdams. Or not Rachel Mc... What's her name? Rachel Lee Cook, bro? Yeah, but that's a and girl. And she's all that? That's a girl. But, but it was the Guys same kind of Guys look studlier gym. with glasses. No. when you Remember when uh, the, the new Ghostbusters movie in 2016? No, I didn't watch it. With Chris Hemsworth and he put on glasses? He looked uglier than shit. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did look like trash. He looks more approachable, probably. Yeah, he just looked, you know... I don't know. He looked like a freaking nerd to me. I was like, like, what a nerd. I'm watching the movie. I turn to the guy next to me. I'm like, hey, look at this nerd. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that symbolizes status, you know, someone with glasses. You know, I don't know. You're like, they're I fucking see guy with glasses smart. and I'm like, there goes somebody who knows how to fix a computer. That's probably you about it. You wear glasses, asshole. <laughs> I'm not wearing them right now. I know. You stop wearing them because you like the way you, you think you look younger without them. But I, I like, I I'm like, hey, you. maybe if I need help uh, soldering electrodes, bro, I'll, uh, I'll give you a call there. For the first four years of us dating, which up until we got married, basically, you wore glasses all the time. That was like your brand. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a nerd because I'm into nerds. I don't know. I'm into nerds. Well, now you don't wear glasses. I'm like, I just saw Chris Hemsworth in that I, movie. Did I, I marry? Like, I got tricked. You're not a nerd. I am a nerd. How dare you? Are you? Well, I have glasses. That's how I get you to admit it. I have glasses. <laughs> that's true. If it involves you, I will. If I say, if I say, like, oh, I'm not into nerds, you're like, I'm not a nerd. I'm not. <laughs> what are you? I don't even know what I, I don't know. I'm a fucking jaded writer. True. How about that? Yeah. We'll go with that. Well, I like you nerdy. It's cute. I, what, I, what about me? You don't like me writery. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's too Me smart. too. Yeah. Who isn't in LA? Nice. You're true. like a dime a dozen if so you're a jaded writer. So true. You're a jaded writer nerd. Hey. Now we're talking. Brutal combination. Maybe we could talk about the holographic universe. I don't know. I love to talk about that. Exactly, nerd. Oh, I fucking see. nerd. You added me. Um. Okay. So I have this guy. This guy though. Yeah. I know. I think uh, he'll be fine because he's a pretty boy. But and I pretty don't boys think, is always fine. Uh, it's hard to direct that. No, that's not. No, I'm just kidding. Always fine. I like this guy. First of all, you... let me just say real, real quick that I actually do believe that he'll be fine based on the advice we just gave him. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yo, dude, just move on. Like this chick is not the chick right. for you because you should respect yourself enough to go like, yo, I deserve the time of day too. Right. And if you don't do that, mm-hmm. then you really are just being a pretty face and you shouldn't. You should be a little deeper than that. 
You should be reflective of your situation and you should be like, you know what? I actually deserve more than this. Yeah, maybe people are only seeing what you're giving them. Yeah. Like you are giving them sex and you are giving them compliments. The way that but, he describes himself is even like he, right, like he has no compliments about himself oh, true, other than his looks. True, the the looks and that he has a pretty well paying job. Yeah. But not everybody is into looks and money. Like they're just not. I know that's the meme. I mean I guess two people, but yeah. No, that's no, like the meme about women is that they're only into looks and money. Yeah. That is like oh there is isn't there a whole like website about that <laughs> like, oh yeah there's a ton of shit about yeah, it. yeah yeah and yeah. and it's just not true like, like peacocking and shit yeah maybe there's a type of girl that's into that maybe like a gold digging type of girl oh, sure. but, but just like there's the sugar daddies and shit yeah or the sugar mom uh sugar 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 boys right or whatever the dudes who get paid by old cougar ladies oh yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah, that yeah. too yeah but most i i would say that like the pool boys like women like to have some deeper connection, you know, some, how are your conversation skills? You know, like, how's your, how's your communication? Yeah. I would, I would like maybe focus more on, on that. And like, uh, I would focus on giving out the type of thing that you want to receive back, you know? Uh, there's a, uh, sex in the city scene out there that I haven't seen that oh, I wow. guarantee is, is exists. Oh, I thought where, you were going to quote it. No, no, no. That I guarantee exists where a woman, Says to another one, I just want a deeper connection. And then the friend's like, honey, you want a deeper connection? Get a dog. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to go penis with that. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I got a deeper connection. Oh, I'll I give see. you his number. No, I'm picturing her holding a glass of wine oh. and be like, honey, if you want a deeper connection, get a, get a parakeet, you know? <laughs> Who has this accent? Have you I, seen I, Six I, in the City? Yeah, it's just a lot of these shows. It's like, is that a mob, a mob Yeah, it's like leader? an older lady, yeah. Holding that, holding that, yeah. These guys know what I'm talking about. They're not in Jersey. They're in, like, Manhattan. Yeah, but <laughs> you know how many people commute from Jersey to Manhattan? Fucking sure, half sure. of the city. Not of the places they go They through. can't afford it. They, like, go to some ritzy-ass places. I was like, I can't wait to be in my 30s. I could afford some, like, crazy-ass designer true. clothes. and. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be uh, in a $2.5 million apartment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. From love just it. writing a blog. <laughs> I love it. No, it's great. Anyway... Those are all the questions that we have today. So thank you so much for uh, writing in. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can dial that number. Let me get you that number really quick. Okay, you can call us at 765-734-0840. Again, that's 765-734-0840. And we will get your voicemail and we might answer it on a future episode of Should They Don't Tell You. Um, also you can, if you don't feel like leaving a voicemail, you can write us at podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. Steve? Um, yeah, I want to do a final thought real quick. Oh yes. Final thought. So you're wondering how to make money on the side. Let me tell you something right now. Is you, an ad as your final thought? What? No, oh, this isn't that. Okay. No, this is to help them. Okay. Um, one of the main things that I think is really great is this um, this new service that actually Sounds like an ad. me and Nikki have where you sell products and um, we get a cut of it if you sell <laughs> the products. You sell them. And then if you sign people up to sell products, mm-hmm. we get a cut of that too. <laughs> yeah, but you also get a cut. But you get a cut of them, the people that all, you get to sign get up. We all get a cut. Everybody fucking wins. And you if do- they sign people up. Oh my God, then guess what? We also get a cut. <laughs> You get a cut. Exactly. The person you signed up gets a cut. Everybody wins with it. You can't. I can't. You literally I, can't I, lose. I, I can't find holes in this. You can't lose. It's airtight. So if you want to order from from, from us, our product, just let us know. Site, 
Let us call know. the number <laughs> call, that yeah. we gave you. <laughs> and yeah, let's, so let's start we'll shipping products, man. <laughs> start shipping this stuff. Oh my God. Is that really your final thought? No, my final thought is um, I do a lot of bits on the show. It's fun. I like it. Um, but, but the main thing that I hope anybody understands is that we don't actually have answers for you. Yeah. But I hope that we can maybe knock around your judgment a little bit so that you're able to open your mind a little more. You know what I mean? Maybe we're giving you some counter arguments to the to your current line of thinking Yeah, that makes you go like, okay, I can see where maybe I'm not, like somebody looking at this on the outside is helping me look on the inside a little bit. You know what right. I mean? Oh, that's, I like that. Yeah. Someone on the outside is helping me look on the inside. I think so. That's great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I to run off that for my final thought is um yeah uh the whole point of this podcast is is that we just we experience a lot of the same things mm-hmm. and uh I didn't have someone that could tell us yeah, sure. what to do because really YouTube wasn't around back then no. and um I mean I read some stuff from magazines maybe but not really yeah. a lot of specific information and just to to be able to give any part that I've lived through to that I suffered through to relieve your suffering, I will gladly give you. Same, especially yes. with sex and relationship advice, because these yes. are things my parents literally wouldn't even talk to me about when I was a kid. Yeah, because they thought it was like wrong or something. You know, I do a <laughs> cooking segment on my YouTube channel called Tasty Tuesday, and that all started because I wanted to learn how to cook. And there's some people in there that make fun of me every week because they're like. I can't believe you didn't know what this was, like a fucking like ladle was. I can't believe you didn't know what whatever the whatever it is, like this this way of cooking or chopping things was. And I have no idea what some of these words mean. Yeah. And I legit don't because nobody taught me them when I was a kid. Yeah. But you know, some people grew up learning how to cook, and some people didn't. And some people grew up learning about how to manage money, and some yeah. people didn't. And some people, you know, we all came from different backgrounds. It's okay to not know everything about everything. Yeah. That's what learning and failing is for. So I fail every, well, I used to fail every week on Daisy Tuesday, and now I've kind of learned how to cook. It's been like four years now. But that's how you learn. That's how you learn a skill. And I guess I have a question for them. What the hell is a ladle? And I'll take the answer off air. Okay. I'll take the answer off air. I won't tell you. I won't spoil it for you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I like the people who do that. I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you. (laughs) Subscribe. Wait. Rate. Not not wait. Rate. Rate. Please. Rate. 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 Subscribe and rate, please. It helps a lot. Thank you. Five stars. We love you. We love you so much. We love all you. Bye. Send us questions. See you next week. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.